0: What's up, everyone? This is Brian.
1: And this is Blake.
0: We are from the Not Religious Podcast.
1: And we're so stoked to tell you about our new sponsor that we got for the show, and that is Agape Attire. Finally, Brian.
0: You heard the man, Agape Attire. Yep.
1: And if you go over to agapeattire.com right now, and uh, shop their catalog. Use our promo code, not religious, for 15% off your order.
0: 15%. That's right. You can't, you can't get it better than that.
1: You cannot beat it at all, Brian.
0: Don't forget, go to agapeattire.com, use the promo code, not religious, get your 15%. Dang. Hello, everybody, and I'm Travy. If you're wondering who I am, I'm a Twitch
1: streamer. If you're wondering what twitch is it's a live platform where people play video games create art music and usually talk or podcast about things so if you're wondering more about that you can look up twitch.tv slash travi underscore tv or you can look up travi tv on twitter facebook or instagram now to the not religious podcast Everyone, welcome back to the Not Religious podcast. My name is, as always, Blake,
0: and my name is today Brian.
1: <laughs> it it's a uh, a little bit earlier than when we normally. They don't know record, that, but these people don't know that. But you know, things happen. Football starting back up. Uh, high school football is starting back up, and um, it's an exciting time to be alive. Uh, <laughs> college football is back and um did did you catch the Florida Miami game Brian
0: Oh I caught that piece of trash
1: Listen I didn't get to watch it we saw bits and pieces of it um by the time we got sling going so I didn't Whoa, watch What Whoa, this the sling <laughs> you know the sling
0: Ooh.
1: um and What's so that? We, we, we didn't we didn't catch a lot of it but I heard it was pretty awful
0: It was bad Yeah it, it was comes. it was just <laughs> Yeah. And just a lot of It was just bad. It was bad. But it was awesome because college football's back. It's back. And that's baby. all that matters. It's
1: back. And it's What is this Sling?
0: Ever. You guys sling
1: Sling TV, man. You do that? Yeah. Uh, I think it's uh I think it's uh Allie Sisters. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. we're going to be slinging for the days that we can't make it over here for college football.
0: Yeah. What do you mean?
1: There might be some days we don't make it over here. We just want to be prepared.
0: What do you What do you mean?
1: I mean, we're always going to be over here for college football. Yeah, that's what I thought.
0: All right. It <laughs> just didn't sound right. And I was like, "What? That? That?" You, no. Every bit
1: of this sounds really weird. <laughs> um. So uh, this week, we really want to take a deep dive into the Netflix docu series that has come out that is starting to like really blow people's minds and get people talking. I just finished it today. Yeah. And it's just so weird and it is
0: so weird and I wish there was more of it.
1: I do too. Five episodes is not enough. It's definitely not enough.
0: I need to know more. Yeah. And like I don't want to do the work myself. Like come like like you do the work and then put the put it together. And put it on Netflix. Well,
1: the guy's got multiple books about this documentary I don't want to read. I don't want to read either. Who's got time for that? That's stupid. Um, I definitely I, don't have the time
0: I haven't it. read a book in like three months. I don't which even is... read my Bible, so I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> 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 what makes you think I'm going to read a book if I don't even read the Bible? So... That's
0: not true. <laughs> I had to save you from that last week.
1: You don't need to save me at all. I'll tell the people.
0: It, but that's not true. <laughs> You say it. Ugh. What anyway. is a
1: Bible anyway? <laughs> Define Bible.
0: <laughs> that's the reason why all those people think that we're heretics is because crap like that.
1: My comments on Bible reading, <laughs> or Any, lack thereof, or lack thereof. Anyway, um, I've read some really good books. That's really, but I, uh, you know, for me, short books are better. The Jake Lures. Uh, a devotional book is really good it was like 25 days see that's more my pace yeah you know the i am second devotional is crazy long and i lose interest you know a few weeks into it, it just feels repetitive so
0: i was reading about a book a month uh yeah about a book a month what and a nerd <laughs> since school since I enrolled in school like I haven't read anything
1: who's got time for that anything. that's why I listen to podcasts all all right
0: time. so I have I have listened to a bunch of podcasts um one of our friends sent me a link to a podcast I'm gonna send it to you because it's pretty good please do it, it's at a, a woman's conference okay but <laughs> don't let relatable. that throw you don't let that throw relatable. you relatable yeah so don't don't yeah so it was a good it was a good podcast. Okay. Yeah. So I listened to it. So let me tell you a little bit about something that I just got through doing. So like, uh, I on Facebook. Yes. On the Facebook, and, and I've talked about this before. On my Facebook, all I want on my Facebook are funny memes, <laughs> dog videos, cat videos, uh, music. Yes. People sharing music, uh, satire.
1: Is that too much to
0: ask? Right. So I don't want <laughs> people's anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I, I don't. I enjoy, you know, picture if they put pictures of the family up. Yeah, that's good. Sure. That, that's a, that's sure. A, I'm fine with that. Sweet. But so I don't want like like there's overload. Sometimes people just freaking. <laughs> They overload on the Facebook, so I had unfollowed a a ton of people. So Mm i i did I did the math of all of my (laughs) my friends on Facebook. Yeah, I had unfollowed seventy eight percent of my friends. So you can still be friends with them, right?
1: You just won't see their crap,
0: right? (laughs) So I unfollowed that. So uh, so the numbers here 78 of my friends on facebook i unfollowed right i was still friends with them i just didn't see their junk right so i was all right so the and i was like why am i why am i friends with these people right you know a lot of these and i started going through my friends list and i was like why and i'll tell you why when i worked at the church yeah when i was employed on on staff at the church I would get a friend request from someone who attended the church and I felt obligated. Because you were staff. Right. right. To friend them or, or accept the friend request. Your especially Christian duty. Especially if they had kids. Yes. Because I, I was the kids pastor. Stay up to date. Exactly. But the majority of them, once I accepted the friend request, I immediately unfollowed.
1: <laughs> because they were just a little too much.
0: I didn't even give him a chance. Oh. I just immediately unfollowed.
1: <laughs> you might have missed out on some really good memes then. I could have,
0: but here's <laughs> what I did. So I went through my Facebook and my friends, and I refollowed everyone. Oh, ugh! Because I wanted to weed out, like it, Okay, like, so it was okay. I refollowed everyone, and I'm like, if I'm gonna, you know, I, I need to see. Why am I friends with you? You know, I never yeah. see you anymore. Yeah. Like a lot of you talk crap about me like all the time. Like, why am I still friends with you? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that's the Jesus thing to do or whatever, but anyhow. <laughs> so I gave it a couple days of just letting my Facebook get inundated with yeah. all of these people's posts and everything. Ugh. Yes. Ugh. Let yeah. me tell you, the amount of bigotry oh, and racism, yep. and and I'm not like all right. So let let me let me preface this by well, no, I'm not preface. I'll explain it. So like there are posts where people, and, and when I speak of bigotry, ninety percent of it is uh, aimed at the LGBT yes, yeah community. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm. I'm lumping a lot into the bigotry, but there is a lot that people are posting that I'm like, like to the point of stripping rights away from people, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, there's a lot of that, like, like just, you know, just basic rights. Yeah. Fair treatment, Mm -hmm. whatever. There's a lot of that. So there was an, so there's there was a lot of bigotry. There's yeah. so much racism mm-hmm. that, and it's it's very subtle. Every all of it, all of it's very subtle. Like they're not dropping in bombs. They're not you know right. posting enough to get not the not point not, not a lot of them. Yeah. You know not a lot of them. Um, a, a lot of my military guys mm-hmm. that I known from the military, yeah. like they are just harsh. So and and then. There was a lot of racism, but it was very subtle racism. It was like, you could tell that these people have taken a stand. You know, we're going to support cops. yeah, And anything that shows up about any kind of controversy over, you know, a minority and dealing with the cops, they automatically go to the cops side. You know? And it's a
1: way to justify the way that you that feeling about it because those are first responders First responders, right? yeah. and they make Protecting. it like, Oh man, first responders, like, serve. No, I, I hate black people and I want people, I want the white cops to beat up the black people. That yeah. is basically what you're saying. Well,
0: well, well, <laughs> I won't go that far. Well, what, <laughs> I I, went there what I'll him. say is Blake pro- went there, here's and and we live in a Southern culture. So here, here's their, the best explanation I can give for that mindset, that mindset is there's always a stigma that black people, Mexican people, you know, minorities are just a step below a white
1: person, a white person. Yeah.
0: Just a step below. Mm -hmm. And that bleeds into their everyday life and decisions that they make, things that they follow, things that they participate in white people in in this area. They, they have just a cultural view that black people are on welfare. And, right. You know, just this, they're just a step below. Yeah. They're all criminals. The majority of criminals are black. You, you see know, one that, walking through the parking lot. You're and you locking lock your, your doors. doors. Yep. You're getting your gun out of your purse. Yep. You know. So there was a lot of that there was a lot of right a lot of racism, there's a lot of bigotry. There's a lot of Trump supporters, oh yeah, like a hey, on. so this is <laughs> th- this is why I was bringing this up because this applies to
1: yeah what we're getting into what yeah. we're getting into.
0: Right. so there's a lot of Trump supporters and I'm fine look if you I don't have a problem with Trump to the point to where. You know, I hate him or anything like that. Yeah. I I just call it how I see it. Homeboy, he's a great businessman. He's doing some great things policy-wise for the country. And what I don't like is this veil that's been put over him. Yeah, Like he's this saint. Yeah. And he's this evangelical (laughs) Christian savior. Man, they love some Trump. Right. And like he holds your values yeah. that he has the same value. That's not what it is. I mean, yeah. he's an egomaniac. He, he's a tad bit racist. He's misogy- 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 misogynistic. Yes. Um, he's a woman. I mean, yeah. call it for, he's foul mouth. Hey, call yeah. it for, call it for what it is. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Let's just call it for what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't get into politics. I'm very apolitical. Yep. But I, I pay enough attention to just have a concept of what's going on but a lot of the people who are pro Trump that I allowed back onto my Facebook page yeah go the route the religious route for Trump
1: yeah to justify it to ju-
0: yeah so sharing like Donald Jeffers i think that's his name is the mega pastor out of Texas he was on the on the documentary we yeah. watched praying for Trump he yeah. had his hand praying for Trump mm-hmm just like reposting things that he he'll post like, you know, he, Trump is the best thing, you know, 2020 is coming up. We want our Christian values to be, you know, upheld by the greatest president. Who's just all this stuff, you know? So there's a lot of that. And then there's, there's a lot of people who like, I like, a lot of people who post scripture and post like, and, and so I, I used to do that. So like on my flashback on my Facebook flashback, I I would post like, if I had a thought, Oh God is sovereign and blah, 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 blah. I would post it on Facebook yeah. until I came to the point of like, why am I even doing, why am I doing this? Yeah. This is Facebook. This isn't, I shouldn't be using this as a platform. Yeah. So I stopped doing that. So I was guilty of it in a, but there are a lot of people who are just like, it's you know, inspirational and scripture and blah 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 blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah videos and what whatever. Yeah. So there's just a lot of that. So all that to say, I unfriended a crap ton of people. <laughs> How
1: many do you have now?
0: I I don't I don't know the numbers. Yeah. Of what I had before and what I have now, I just yeah. wrote down the seventy eight percent. Yeah. But I unfriended a lot of people. And I unfollowed some people who are still my, like, friends. I consider them friends, but they post something that, eh. Yeah. Like, doesn't draw my attention. Yeah. It's not a meme or comic book related or sports related or whatever. So, I unfollowed them. So, all that to say, I don't know why I brought that up.
1: That's okay. I'm glad that you did. I just wanted It's good to do. It feels yeah. it's really refreshing whenever you can clean up your friends list. It's probably well, time for me to do that again. Well,
0: you like you, me and Claire are in a group yeah. text. Yeah. And so we've been texting some stuff back and forth to one another. So mm-hmm. that kind of propelled me to do yeah. this Facebook cleanup is, you know, I shared something with you two that oh uh, someone put on my Facebook and I was like, can you freaking believe that someone's oh, putting this out there? Like yep. it is amazing to me. Yeah. So, um, that and the tie in with, with Trump and religion. Yeah. Uh, we're about to get into some of that. Right. Some yep. of the political religion, church and state stuff. So, yeah.
1: But before we do that, <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Is it a good I one? Got, I got a good news story.
0: I just took fifteen minutes to talk about
1: Facebook. That's fine. That's okay. Um, I'm about to take another five minutes to talk about NASCAR. <laughs> All right. Uh Slayer too scary for NASCAR. Pulled from car <laughs> sponsorship.
0: What does <laughs> that even mean?
1: Oh, I'ma tell you. All right, so apparently it's Metal Discrimination Week. This comes from loudwire.com. Not is faith, that a real thing? Yeah, Loudwire.com. Not Not, loudwire. not, not <laughs> Faithwire.com. But apparently it is Metal Discrimination Week.
0: Is that a real thing? Uh,
1: uh, you, you're about to find out why. Okay. And I almost shared this article the other day, and I, I chose not to. Okay. Uh, so first, a band had the police called on them for sitting in their van in a Walmart parking lot. And then the band Behemoth was kicked out of a YMCA for their religious beliefs um, after one of them was questioned about his uh, Dark Throne T-shirt that he was wearing, and now Slayer has been pulled as a sponsor from NASCAR because they're too scary. Okay. <laughs> so a collaboration with recently announced uh, was was recently announced between Slayer and Rick Ware Racing, in which NASCAR driver J.J. Yeely probably saying that wrong because I haven't watched NASCAR since Earnhardt. In Inhar- what? Wow, my God.
0: Earnhardt died. Number three, never Number forget. Number three,
1: never forget. Um, so uh, driver J.J. Yeely um, would be sporting Slayer's iconic logo on his car at the annual Bass Pro Shop's NRA night race.
0: Oh, whole yeah, no, There's a whole, <laughs> there's a whole lot, lot, lot of stuff going on everything there. Everything is wrong.
1: So now it seems the legendary thrashers are too scary for the team's liking as they have been pulled as the primary sponsor, quote, Due to reactionary concerns, <laughs> according to a press release, all Slayer visuals have been removed from the car and Pods Moving and Storage will now take the band's place as a sponsor. <laughs> both pods, the, moving. pods Moving and, and Storage. Uh, both the band and Yealy were um, originally excited about the pairing, but it seems as if NASCAR's longtime sponsors aren't fans of metal. Mm. Um, they didn't seem to have a problem with Megadeth, though. So oh. apparently, Megadeth made the made the cut at one point. Um, and that's that's really all I got to say about that. So,
0: so it's just metal. Listen,
1: NASCAR fans just can't handle Slayer, man. <laughs> you know who can handle Slayer? Who? This guy. That
0: guy right there.
1: What has two thumbs that can handle Slayer? This guy. I survived a Slayer pit. I just want to throw that out there. A what? A slayer pit. Oh, a mosh okay. pit. yeah I'm still here. Anyway. Sure are. All uh, right, let's get into this. Before we get into it, let's oh. take us let's take a second. We'll talk about um our sponsors here. And when we come back, we will get into our dive into the family. The
0: family. <laughs> What's up, everyone in podcast land? This is Brian. And I'm Blake. And we are from the Not Religious Podcast, here to talk to you about one of our sponsors, PillarofHopeApparel.com.
1: All right, Brian, they got some shirts, they got some hats, they got phone cases, whatever you need. It's awesome.
0: And if you go right now and go to your cart, fill it up, put in the promo code NRP116 You'll get ten percent off your order. Jeez, ten percent, ten percent. That's pillarofhopeapparel.com. Hope Apparel.com. Promo code NRP one one six. Check them out. All right, welcome back. We didn't take. We didn't do that last podcast. No, either. we didn't.
1: Um, I inserted it in certain areas, and
0: it was crazy. Loud. Lee is going to hate it.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> um. All right. So there is a there's a Netflix docu-series that has recently um, premiered um, and it is called the family. Um, I saw a small trailer for it. Just browsing through Netflix, you know, cause you can never find something right away. You scroll for about 30 minutes before you settle. So <laughs> saw this, and, um, watched the trailer. I asked you about it. You said you had already seen it.
0: I was currently watching it.
1: You were currently watching it and, um, said it was just mind blowing. So, Had to watch it. It involves uh, uh, religious groups, conspiracy theories. I'm not a big political person, but once you throw the politics in there, I just find that interesting. So it was right up my alley. Yeah.
0: Um, And you know, it starts off kind of slow. Yeah. Like I didn't know what it was about. Right. Or where it was going. Yeah. And as I was watching it, like I was, you know, you get the premise of it or they start laying it out. And so I'm watching it and you know, it's hitting on this, these Christian guys who, you know, mingle with politics and some of them are politicians and they have prayer nights or prayer groups. They do the national prayer breakfast. I was like, Oh, well this is good. This is good things. Good things are happening. And then it took a bad things are happening. It took a horrible thing, a scary, scary, <laughs> skeevy turn into <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: just, ter- just so weird, man. Here's the trailer for The Family on Netflix.
0: In my twenties, I stumbled my way in, and what I found is a secretive Christian organization called The Family that had been hiding in plain sight for over eighty years. This was a group with tentacles around the world a humble example of leadership she said, that the world has never seen a breathtaking enmeshment of church and state there were congressmen mm-hmm. senators world leaders and they say it's about faith but there's a shared understanding that what we're really about here is power
1: like single out doug Coe. doug Coe and all of his
0: associates i'm grateful doug Coe is the longtime leader of the family
1: He's
2: the most powerful man in Washington you've ever heard. Goofy looking dude. So the
0: more invisible you can make your organization, the more influence it will have. Yeah. Jesus plus nothing. It's a powerful thing. Using the national prayer breakfast, they dispatch representatives to build relationships with foreign leaders. That is exactly the kind of meeting that I would want to exploit. For the family, Jesus says you
2: must go to those who are in positions of power. God always uses imperfect
1: vessels to do his perfect work. President Trump's an imperfect vessel. Jesus is the answer, but Jesus and Capitol Hill don't mix. Because
0: we want our family to stay together.
1: Man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, the fellowship, also known as the family and the International Foundation is a U.S.-based religious and political organization founded in 1935 by Abraham Verde. Anyway. Abraham. Abraham. Um, The stated purpose of the fellowship is to provide a fellowship forum for decision makers to share in Bible studies, prayer meetings, worship experiences, and to experience spiritual affirmation and support. Um, the fellowship has been described as one of the most politically well-connected and most secretly funded ministries in the United States. They shun publicity, and um, and its members have, uh, share a vow of secrecy. The fellowship's leader, Douglas Coe, old goofball there, and others have <laughs> explained the organization's desire for secrecy by citing biblical admonitions uh, against public displays of good works, insisting they would not be able to tackle diplomatic uh tackled diplomatically sensitive missions if they drew public attention so very hush hush very hush hush very hush hush um so this documentary starts out with a uh a story of a guy arthur, uh, arthur author um who had a buddy who was involved in the the family mm-hmm. was staying at the house and uh this guy's parents approached him and said hey we think he's a part of a cult.
0: We think he's in a cult.
1: Yeah, can you check into it? Just see how he's doing. Um, so they meet up for lunch or whatever, and they just start talking about it. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, man, I know it seems kind of weird, but look, we're just a bunch of guys getting together. Uh, we we just work, we clean toilets, we play basketball, we um, and we have Bible studies, and it's just you know, it's just fun. It's just a good thing for guys to get together and do. Um, and they actually invite him out there." And uh, he he starts to mingle with these people and kind of fellowship with him.
0: Jeff Charlotte.
1: Jeff Charlotte, yeah. So yep. Jeff Charlotte. Um. So he goes out there and starts to get to know everybody, and then you know he's making like little notes, and I think they start to pick up on the fact that he's more than just taking notes for a Bible study. He's right. like documenting his experience out there. So. Right. Um yeah so so bizarre.
0: Yeah, so there's this house in Virginia. Mm-hmm. They own a house. The mm-hmm. fellowship the family owns a house. Yeah. And basically what they're doing is they're hand picking and hand selecting vulnerable young affluent white mm-hmm. men. Yeah. Bringing them into this environment and then basically brainwashing them into their idealistic ways of thinking. So one thing that they do is like, one of their things is Jesus plus nothing. Yeah. That's the big, the big state. So all you need is Jesus, Jesus plus nothing. Mm -hmm. And the leader, Doug Coe went so far to have a book made. And this book is just called Jesus. And it's just the first four gospels of the New Testament, mm-hmm. they don't read the Bible. Nope,
1: they don't think it's necessary. They don't
0: think it's necessary. All they need is Jesus. So mm-hmm. they carry around and they hand out these little Jesus books to whoever uh, comes in contact into the fellowship or the family. Yeah. Okay, so on the outside, this seems like just like a harmless little club. Yeah, of guys who got some theological issues. Yeah. Harmless, rich white people. Yeah. And they're like a little mini cult. Mm-hmm. But once they start peeling back the layers of who these men become and are, you're like, oh. Yeah. what? What? So senators, congressmen, Um, House of Representatives, um, people who go on to work on presidential staffs. Yeah. Like, it's our very own governor, uh, previous governor Mark Sanford. Yeah. And if you know anything about, if you don't know anything about Mark Sanford, (laughs) so I forget what year it was. 09. 09. Mm -hmm. So he disappeared. Just... (laughs)
1: Out of the blue, out of nobody the blue, knew where he was Nobody
0: at. knew where the crap he was for like four days. <laughs> His wife
1: and kids had no idea where the man went.
0: He shows up, holds a press conference, yeah, and says, Hey, I've been cheating on my wife with this uh, lady from Argentina. Argentina. Mm-hmm. We're in love. <laughs> That's where I've been for the last four days.
1: A, a, she started out as a very dear friend. Very
0: dear friend. Yeah,
1: very dear indeed.
0: Right. Okay, so, I mean, all this happens. They, the state flips out. They want him to resign, and Mark Sanford goes to the family and says, hey, sh- what do you guys think? Should I resign? And they're like, hell to the nah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Absolutely we put not. we put
0: you in power there. Right. You are going to stay there and yeah. do your job, right? And he doesn't. He doesn't resign. No. To the point to where he might be making a presidential bid for twenty twenty oh. to run against Trump.
1: Wow, I didn't. <laughs> I can't even comprehend. So yeah, so Mark Mark Sanford um exposes his affair, um, and you know the way he justified it is uh well you know king david you know david that's how they.
0: right king david
1: everything goes back to king david so you're allowed (laughs) to cheat on your wife and because king david you know he he messed up but look god used him in mighty ways right sure doesn't mean you can justify cheating on your wife
0: (laughs) right so and here's the deal uh hi family organization i screwed up this is this is what I did. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about scripture King David. Let's let's use King David. Use him as a reference. Yeah. What? Yeah. What is happening? Yeah. Um so not only are they national, they are international. And the crap they get into international. Yeah. Because Americans for the most part won't put up with because there's a there, there's a history of the the vision of church and state. Yeah. So Americans are on the edge of their seat waiting for the government to mesh with a religion, religious practices, anything like that. They're like, "Uh -uh, I can't be doing that of any religion. Yeah. So Americans are pretty keyed up about that. So they're on watch about that. Plus our press would not allow much shenanigans with the church and state stuff. So what the family has done, or this association, the fellowship, whatever you call it, they've gone to other countries to influence their leadership to their very right wing conservative approach on life. Yeah. To the point to where they had the president of Uganda.
1: That's what it was. Yeah, I was trying to find the country that they went. President
0: to. Yep. of Uganda. Yeah, uh, was so there was a death penalty if you were gay. Yeah, if you were found out that you're gay, death penalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's pretty extreme. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's yeah, and and this is all being orchestrated by Doug Coe and the family.
2: yeah,
0: pulling the strings. Right. And the way they do this is they say, we're just going to go talk to them about Jesus. Yeah. These senators, these congressmen, they take trips, taxpayer-paid trips to these countries (laughs) on the basis of Jesus. We're going to go talk to them, and we're just going to talk about Jesus. Oh, and by the way, what else we talk about just happens but that's not what we're going to talk to them about right we're not gonna go talk to russia yep. about this that or the we're not gonna go talk to libya yeah about disarming this that and the other what we're gonna do we're not gonna go talk to Gaddafi yeah. about releasing you know prisoners we're we're gonna go talk about jesus yeah but these other things just seem to happen, right? During and after their trips.
1: So, in the the trip to Uganda, um, so uh, t- t- let's see here. So, uh, Charlotte um, reveals that David Bahiti, the Uganda legislator backing the bill for the the gays to be put to death, right? right. Um, reportedly first floated the idea of executing gays during the family's uganda national prayer breakfast, breakfast in 2008 and then charlotte described bahiti as a quote rising star in the fellowship um, who who has attended the national prayer breakfast in the united states and until the news over the gay execution broke uh, uh, over the gay execution law broke um, was scheduled to attend the 2010 um, national prayer the U S national prayer breakfast. So these prayer breakfasts are, I got to ask you this. Mm -hmm. Sumpter has a, a a mayor's prayer
0: breakfast. It is. It was born out of the national prayer breakfast. All. So it's nationwide in cities across the nation. Yeah. But all of that is birthed out of the national prayer Breakfast.
1: Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's got connections to
0: yes. the fellowship. Yes, man. Because you, the mayor's prayer, prayer breakfast here in Sumter, you're gonna have the representatives and from our area. Yeah, that go to D.C. They're yeah. gonna be at these things, right? Gotcha. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's not a small thing, no, uh-uh. at all. And they are using the premise of Jesus to uh, enact their own grasp of power. Rich white dudes suck. Yeah, always. Old rich white dudes suck. Every time. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. What they're trying to do is they... And if they're Christians, they're, they're using faith... As a premise for power.
1: Yeah. So here's here's their mission statement. Uh, to develop and maintain an informal association of people banded together to go out as ambassadors of reconciliation, modeling the principles of Jesus based on loving God and loving others. Now, I, I just read based on loving God and loving others. Yet... The rising star of Uganda wants to kill all the gay people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's a good idea." Uh, anyway, uh, to work <laughs> with the leaders of many nations, what can we
0: do to help? Right. It, it was right, the quote, basically,
1: yeah. And as their hearts are touched, the poor, the oppressed, the widows, and the youth of their country will be impacted in a positive manner. Youth groups will be developed under the thoughts of Jesus, including loving others as you want to be loved. That's great if it's real, right? But it's not. <laughs> but it's not. So, do you think that they use? Jesus as more of a mascot.
0: Yes, mascot. Okay, hands down mascot. Right. Um. Yeah, I I don't think the majority of them give a crap about Jesus. No. I I definitely don't think the leadership give of the family gives a crap about Jesus yeah. to the point of. Um, Doug Coe, in his videotape lectures, compares Jesus to Hitler, yeah, to Bin Laden, to Ho Chi Minh, to all of these people, like, says they're the same.
1: Because of their because they have power. Their power, right.
0: And I quote, Hitler, Goebbels, and Himmler were three men. Think of the immense power these men had, but they bound themselves together in agreement. Jesus says, if you have to put me before other people, no, Jesus says, you have to put me before other people and you have to put me before yourself, Hitler, that was the demand of the Nazi Nazi party. So he's saying Jesus and Hitler are the same Yeah, because of the power that they wield. Hitler said, you have to put me before everyone else. Jesus said, you have to put me before everyone else. Yeah, that is insane. Yeah. Insane.
1: Yeah, I found some um some interesting attendees of the uh, U.S. National Prayer Breakfast. If you're interested in hearing who some of those people were, there were keynote speakers that were there. Mine. Yes. Okay. Uh, so let's see: King Abdullah the Second of Jordan and humanitarian slash musician. Paul Hewson. Brian, do you know who Paul Hewson
0: is? I do not. Bono.
1: Oh, really? Bono. That's his real Freaking name. Freaking Bono, man. Freaking Bono. Um, let's see. The former Prime Minister, Tony Blair. Prime Minister, Jose Luis Rodriguez Zapatero. And Secretary of State, Hillary Clinton. Of course. Ooh, Daryl Waltrip. The, NASCAR, the former NASCAR. NASCAR driver, right? Weird. Right? Right? Roma Downey. Do you know who that is? Yeah. From Touch by an Angel. From Touch by an Angel. Right?
0: Roma Downey Jr.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, dude. Yeah. (laughs) The Touch by an Angel Mm. cinematic universe.
0: Oh, boy. It's weird,
1: man. Like, so many people I didn't. So then that makes you wonder about them.
0: Right. And then, so in the documentary, they break down how Russia was basically infiltrating this yeah prayer meeting yeah to gain contacts politically yeah it's it's just what I don't know like I I don't know I don't know what to say yeah because this all happens this is just one facet think about how many different groups and organizations there are like this yeah That do things to steer national anything. Yeah. It's mind blowing. Yeah. And the fact, what bothers me is they do it under the name of Jesus. And that is just
1: why? Why? That's a way to do it to not raise as many questions.
0: Right. Because their core beliefs. Are we operate in the shadows? That's in their literature. We yeah. operate in the shadows, in secrecy. No one should know who we are. Yeah. That right there is Red flag. sketchy as crap. Red flag.
1: Right. And even, it even dates back to 2002. People were still denying that the family even existed. Right. You know, people were like, that's absurd. There is no family. Right. Like, so, look at them now.
0: So we talked about the house in Virginia. There yeah. is a.
1: Ivanwald. Ivanwald. Sixth, and it is not a Harry Potter house. No, I checked. <laughs> I don't want to belong. I don't want to get sorted into Ivanwald.
0: No. So there is a house in Washington. Yeah. On C Street. Yes. Yes. C Street. It is a six thousand square foot house. Yeah. And so the family owns it. Yeah. And then there are congressmen and senators who live in it. Yeah. So basically a congressperson or someone who, you know, represents your state in in Washington, they necessarily don't live in Washington. Right. They live in the state that they're from, but they spend a good majority of time in Washington. So they have a residence, a temporary residence, wherever. An yeah. apartment here, whatever, whatever they're going to do. Right. So in this house, it's shared by members of the fellowship who are in Congress or Senate or in the House or who are on the presidential staff. Do you? But it, they're living there.
1: Do you think it's used as a, because you hear a lot about the people who have had the extramarital affairs going to C Street. You think it's used as like a rehabilitation type thing? I
0: think I think what it is is,
1: or a way to a way to they say rehabilitation, right? But a way to, to and, show you how to justify right
0: what right. you're doing. So if you're a member, if the family, if you're a member of the family and you have a scandal, yeah, which many of these guys do, yeah, they send them to C Street mm-hmm. to to live there for a while. And basically what's happening, and, and what they say is happening is, you know, it's prayer groups, and we see the fellowship, and, you know, we're mentoring him, and all this. No, that, I mean, at some point, someone's got to be like, mm, no, yeah, this doesn't make sense. All all of these guys live in this 6,000 square foot house. They're paying, I think they said $300 a month for rent. Yeah. <laughs> they're living in this multi-million dollar place paying, you know, cup, there's probably six of them there or eight of them yeah. paying $400 a month. Yeah. Rent because it's owned by the family. Right. Right. It just, I, I don't know if that doesn't scream collusion, if that doesn't scream influence and, and yeah. power grabbing, I don't know what does.
1: Yeah. So, um, John Ensign, the Senator John Ensign, um, in 2009, the fellowship received media attention in connection with three Republican politicians who were reportedly engaged in extramarital affairs. Two of them, Senator John Ensign, chairman of the Republican, uh, policy committee in the Senate and the fourth ranking member in his party, Senate leadership and South Carolina governor, Mark Sanford, immediate, uh, immediate, uh, past chair of the Republican governor's association. Blah, 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 blah. They were considering running for president in 2012. Okay? The affairs of Ensign and then Congressman Chip Pickering um, from Mississippi took place while they were living at the C C Street Center. So Ensign, a fellow member of... So they
0: were there at C Street when the stuff broke or when the affairs happened?
1: When the affairs happened.
0: So it might be just a place for them... Might be a booty call. Yeah, Yeah, man. Booty call house.
1: So uh, the fellow... uh, uh, Ensign, who is a fellowship member and longtime resident of the C Street Center, admitted in June of 2009 to an extramarital affair with Cindy Hampton. Hampton was Ensign's campaign treasurer and the wife of his co-chief of staff, longtime friend, and fellow worshiper Doug Hampton. Right. Um, so the Washington Post reported that the C Street house, quote, pulsed with backstage intrigue in the days and months before the Sanford and Ensign um, scandals and that residents tried to to each other um, oh, excuse me, that residents tried to um, to talk each politician into attending, uh, ending his philandering. You better um, stop that philandering. You stop your philandering. An emotional meeting was reportedly held to discuss forgiveness between Hampton, the husband of Ensign's mistress, and Senator Tom Coburn. Um, so Coburn, with Timothy and David Coe. Uh, leaders of the fellowship, attempted to intervene to, and to end Ensign's affair in February of 2008 by meeting with Hampton and convincing Ensign to write a letter to Hampton's wife breaking the affair. Ensign was chaperoned by Coburn and other members from street, C Street where Ensign lives with Coburn to post the letter. Ensign called Hampton's wife hours later to tell her to ignore the letter and flew out to spend the weekend with her in Nevada. <laughs> Doug Hampton said he was not directly advised by the fellowship um, to cover up Ensign's affair with his wife, but instead to, quote, be cool. <laughs> After losing his job with Ensign and losing a subsequent lobbying job, Hampton had said he was in financial distress and reached out to Coburn, who was, a, who was also a C Street resident, in an effort to reach an agreement. Um, Coburn has denied negotiating a deal, but has stated uh, that he quote had worked to bring two families to a closure of a very painful episode. Uh, hey out, he,
0: yeah, yeah. So this dude's doinking his yeah. best friend's wife, right?
1: And they're like, "Just be cool, man. Just be cool."
0: And <laughs> to watch this guy give his interview, it's freaking heartbreaking. It is it because really he's is. like, you know, I approached him. About it. They said, there, stop, you know? And yeah. we had a family meeting together. Right. And, you know, we're going to
1: have a, he's going to write a formal letter addressing what's wrong with this. This was before that. This is right. Right. And then boyked his wife.
0: No, I'm saying he found out about it, sat down with everyone who's yeah. been boykin and said, Hey, we, you know, we know let's move on. Let's, you know, yeah. this happened. And, and then he did it again, found him at a hotel. <laughs> yeah. And then they were, the family gets involved and said, "You need to write a letter because that's going to solve everything." Right. If you write a letter to her, right. ending everything, and
1: they tried to turn it around on on Doug on, Hampton, on like it was guy. his fault, right? right.
0: Oh, like what? Right. So he writes the letter, sends it to her, is like, "Hey, baby, let's go to the let's go to the casino later, <laughs> and and we'll, let's screw on the letter." Uh, Boinking. Boinkin'. <laughs>
1: We're gonna boink. Boink. Man, it's so sad. But, you know, we've heard about things like this, even past the... Scandals. Um, the or, scandals, right.
0: Like, just... But, be, but we didn't know f- that there was a th- uh, entity behind everything.
1: Right. Well, I mean, even flipping it around to, like, well, what, you're... Maybe
0: you're the problem. Maybe you're the problem. Right.
1: Yeah. Not that this horn dog over here no. wants to... Maybe it's you. Boink anything that breathes, <laughs> and even then it's probably optional. So... <laughs> You know, maybe you're the, you're the problem, you know?
0: But we've heard about scandals and politicians yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah. but we didn't know. And, and like, I knew that there's, there's a good amount of people in Washington on both sides of the party line Yeah, up at Capitol Hill who they, they have strong, you know, judean christian values i know that yeah i had no idea that there was a freaking covert secret organization running it all
2: right
1: mind-blowing do you think c street is like a modern day brothel i mean you think it's so secretive i don't know and it's tax-free
0: and it's tax-free. Right. And that's another thing. So
1: they're under a lot of scrutiny for that, too, because yeah. they want to stay tax-exempt. Right. But here's my question, and no one's ever been able to really explain it to me, so I'm hoping you can. Why do religious organizations feel the need to be tax-exempt?
0: You know what I mean? Um, Charitable work. Yeah. If you're spending money to do charitable work. Yeah that is the premise behind the tax exempt exemption. So most churches, most churches. Yeah. <laughs> There's some big that, emphasis yeah.
1: on the most.
0: Some churches. Yeah. Most churches do something to, to give back to the community, to
1: the community. Gotcha. That's their
0: purpose. I gotcha. Um, and so that's where by doing that, that's where the tax exemption gotcha. kind of comes into play. Well, thank you
1: for explaining that. No one's ever explained that to me before. So I always thought it was really douchey of these churches to so be like, So like Scientology
0: yeah, is tax exempt as well. Right,
1: right, right. I remember talking about that before. Don't really know how they're giving back to the community though.
0: By their centers that they build. That's, that's what they say.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: You know, they build the Scientology center in whatever right. town. Yeah and it's there they offer their services right. to people yeah for 299.95 <laughs>
1: that big that tom cruise money
0: yeah that tom cruise money
1: <laughs> oh man um let's see if i can find something what else you got on the family
0: i mean just i encourage people to watch that oh documentary. man documentary yeah, so it's so, so weird wild, but so good man.
1: so weird so good um. Yeah. There. It, it kind of closed with Trump being the answer, right? Like they've all been working towards this goal, and Trump is the answer. You know, kind of weird. Like it, you know, even other Republican figures, they don't acknowledge as being the perfect one. But it's it. It is like Trump is. Like he is a chosen. He's made those comments mm-hmm. recently about how he's yeah. the chosen one, right? right? But right. they they really think that he is the chosen one.
0: Yeah. So and the just the the amount of contact that the family has with him, yeah, with his people who influence him, it's just it's mind blowing. Yeah. Mind numbingly blowing. Yeah the national prayer breakfast is used as a, um, I, I, I don't know how to describe it. They're not, they're not getting together to pray for the nation. They're not getting together to pray for leaders. That's not the intent of it. The intent is let's get as many powerful people in Washington together. Yeah. And let's, let's power broke. Let's be some power brokers yeah. in the name of Jesus. And that's I just don't know. It's just, it just not make sense, it, man. It's but and what bothers me is here you have like some of the people who are on my Facebook friend list, yeah, who post things like you know the lose a lo- loved one, you know, so so glad my aunt Debbie got her wings. Mm. She's smiling down from heaven now. Yeah. She is my guardian angel. Yeah. And then the next post is, can you believe that the LGBT, what comes after T? Q. Yeah. LGBTQ, LGBTQ. Yeah. Uh, are infiltrating our schools, wanting fair and equal treatment to be taught about history of, members of the LGBTQ who have contributed to society. Yeah. And then they go along and they post dash cam video of a cop shooting a unarmed suspect. Yeah. And defending the cop. Right. These are the people who see the national prayer breakfast on the news. Yeah. Or read about it. And are so happy and glad that God is being brought back into our country. This country that was founded on biblical principles and values. That once again we have a president who is at the national prayer breakfast. And look at all that! Look at this! Look at look at our nation, our government praying yeah. together. It's such yeah. a great thing. That's what infuriates me is that there's people that think that Amen. and the the wool has been pulled over their eyes and, yeah. and it and it they're selling these vulnerable people yeah this idea that this is good yeah and this is all being done in jesus name
1: yeah um did you know that strom Thurmond? was a oh, you know he of, was up in it right so do you remember a few years ago maybe one a few years ago maybe it was more recent but um whenever like a woman who claimed to be his daughter came forward and she was half black yeah and people like were like wow flip their lids man i wonder if that was um i don't know i wonder if he spent some time at c street or he some, he, um, he
0: built c street you think so yeah come on man <laughs> Yeah. Strom Thurman.
1: Strom Thurman. Yeah. Gosh. Um. Well, I think that's all I really got. On, yeah, me too. on the family right now, it's um, just wild. Just go wild. Watch it. Like I'm yeah. still,
0: like I'm coming. Like I, we were talking about this this past Sunday. Someone was like, you know, why are you? Well, they didn't kind of ask it like that, but the the main point of their question is like, because I said it, it is it is it's got my mind just going in every direction, thinking about things Mm -hmm. and like it's, it is really watching it has really got me thinking. Yeah. And they're like, well, you know, why? Yeah. You know, what, why, why are you going to spend your time thinking about that? Or, you know, how, why are you letting this affect you? Or what's the deal? Or, you know, and I don't think it's in a negative way because how I explained it to them is I see all of this happening. Yeah. I see, these people in power exploiting the name of Jesus and using it incorrectly and wanting to gain more power and, and the hate and the, and just the greediness of it all. It's just slimy and skeevy. Yeah. And I see that. And I consider myself a person who has been in leadership, will be in leadership. Yeah. Maybe currently am in leader. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so what I look at it and what I take away after I digest it all is how, how, what difference can I make? I, I know I'm not going to make a difference on the level that their influence and their power is yeah. having, but w- what can I do yeah. to combat or, or that fight against, but have the opposite effect as a person in leadership as a in my responsibility to Jesus. Yeah. Like what, what kind of impact, what do I do now? Yeah. Cause I see these people using the name of Jesus for all the wrong reasons. So what do I do with that? And how do I in my own small little way in Mm -hmm. Sumter, South Carolina, yeah, affect something positive in the name of Jesus, mm. if that makes sense.
1: I'll tell you how you do that. Ow. You start a podcast with your favorite brother-in-law. Look at
0: that. Yay.
1: Yay. <laughs> when I said that, a light, like, out of uh. nowhere just, sh- just shone, shone down, shone. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, the angels just singing. Um, uh, I have a question, though. Yeah. Obama is noticeably absent.
0: I did not see him in the film. I didn't see
1: a single. He's in the trailer.
0: The Clintons are in there. They're in there a few a lot, times.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, is in the trailer.
1: He's in the tra- Obama is in the trailer. Mm-hmm. It's a picture of him, but he was nowhere to be seen in the actual documentary.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I wonder why. Because they're they're Democrats. That's why, <laughs> and they have an agenda to 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 make the <laughs> Republican conservative right look in a bad light
1: but bill clinton is democratic I know, but, but he's white. white but he's a white guy yeah i guess i guess you're right <laughs> but yeah i noticed he was he was not in there so
0: yeah and maybe he just didn't make the cut
1: maybe he didn't have an extramarital affair <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe maybe he didn't maybe
1: like who knows? maybe he
0: didn't go to the national prayer breakfast what a,
1: oh just as a middle finger yeah
0: like he, he would did. do something like
1: that I don't even eat breakfast. Look,
0: I don't care about his politics. I don't care what he stands for. Obama is the coolest cool president dude. we have ever had. He's a cool dude. Ever. Yeah.
1: Yep. All politics aside, that's not what we're talking no. about. Just a cool Home, a I cool I want dude. to hang
0: out with him. Right.
1: Right. Yep. Um, also, he has a deal with Netflix about some series, too. I wonder if that had Stop. anything to do with it. Yeah. Did you read about that? No. Yeah. So he's going to have like a series of shows coming out on netflix that's neat so yeah he struck a deal with him look at that he's in the netflix universe because he needed Um, the money yeah (laughs) (laughs) um all right i think that's all i got so let's take a break and when we come back we'll do some music and then we'll get on out of here Oh, hey, Brian. What's up? Um, I just saw you over there squatting 800 pounds, and I noticed your shirt that you're wearing.
0: That's right. I wouldn't be able to squat like I do if I didn't have the faith of Jesus on my chest. That's, this is my right. Active Faith Sports shirt.
1: That's amazing. Hey, Brian, where can I get one of those shirts?
0: If you head on over to Active Faith faithsports.com use the promo code nrp116 you could get 15 percent off no way way <laughs> okay i'm gonna go do that right now you better and get swole like me that's right
1: so uh brian you were talking earlier this week about how some new music dropped
0: yeah, uh, a Annie new Menio. album. Right. It is fire. So
1: what I have noticed when I downloaded the album is there's clips from his podcast in there. And I'm really interested in listening to his podcast. But I
0: I didn't know he had a podcast.
1: I knew he had one, but I forgot the name of it. I haven't subscribed and listened to it, obviously. But um, he plays clips from the podcast in this album that he just dropped. So um, what's the name of the song?
0: It is Keep It Moving.
1: All right. Here we go. Go, keep it moving any mini
2: keeping it moving keeping it moving what are we doing if we ain't moving hey keeping it moving like,
1: what are we doing if we ain't moving
2: Do. I'm making it work, you're doing too much, you're making it worse. I'm hitting the
1: road, I'm making the merch. When I get home, I make it to church. Uh, I'm overseas, acting like I'm back in the borough. Shout yer, I'm spending euros, I need dessert. I got the churro, I give them work. Like referral, I got the word, and that's eternal. I write the raps, I don't write a journal. Hey, let's have a conversation. I ain't the type to go talk crazy when they come around. Act all gravy, that's just not how my mama raised me. Mana League, that's the operation, and moving. Yeah, that's good. Did he mention something about churros in there? Churros? Remember those churros we had man, while we were in Texas? Things, oh, my good. goodness. That was my first churro I've ever had. That was the first one you've ever had. I think that's that might have so been the first one good. I've ever had. Um, so good. The glaze, man. The glaze. <laughs> <laughs> mouth so is watering.
0: Yep. All right, Blake, what are you um, listening so to?
1: So I, uh, I, I love Maylene and the Sons of Disaster if you don't know anything about Maylene and the Sons of Disaster, the singer is the original singer for Under Oath um, before Spencer Chamberlain came along. So he left Under Oath, started a new band, kind of like a hardcore southern, southern hardcore band. Um, He put up a post. The the man, also, if you don't know anything about him, he got into a really bad four-wheeler accident a few years ago and almost died. Mm -hmm. Um, And he like half of his face. He has no movement in half of his face now. Um, and he's slowly but surely like making this, you know, steps towards recovery. So, uh, but I follow him on Instagram and he put up a post and I think it fits well with what's happening right now with Christian leaders and, and things like that. And this apostasy or apostasy seeds. Um, so uh, it says, uh, then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens and I'll give you rest. God is not the Christian person or religion that has hurt you. He is so much greater, deeper, and more than we can put into the box that is our tiny brains. So
0: that's my favorite verse.
1: Yes. So his name is um Dallas Taylor. So I saw that. I was like, man, that's cool. And he he has a good response for what's happening right now. God is not who hurts you. Mm-hmm you know it it that would be the church that would be the religion that would be what have you but god is not the one that has hurt you right um so i think that's really cool like Um, that yeah that's really really neat um so i chose a song by malians and the sun's disaster disaster and this song is called listen close
0: Good stuff.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they'll ever do anything again because the man is, you know, not doing well. Yeah. But you know, hey, if they don't come back, there is tons of great music from that band that I will cherish for my days to come. That was good, right? I liked it. Enjoy. All it. right. Well, um, Brian Dust thou have anything else that you need to add i do not i think that's all that i have for this fine episode of the not religious podcast so with that we're gonna go ahead and get on out of here you can find us on twitter facebook and the instagram all you got to do is just search for the not religious podcast because that is us and then you want to hit follow or subscribe or whatever you do and you can tweet at us you can you can do it you can tweet us tweet it we're not so big that we wouldn't respond to you
0: we would respond
1: we would absolutely respond to you you know yeah um leave a rating and review on whatever platform that you listen to us on preferably itunes that is how things happen
0: that's how things happen that is how
1: the things happen so leave us a, a rating and a review we'll read it here on the show whether you think we're good or you think that we suck. Yes. So um, we're part of the Coming Right Up Network. You can catch us on comingrightup.org every Sunday, 5.30 p.m. And while you're there, go ahead and listen to them other shows they got.
0: Check out our sponsors, use our promo codes. They are some good, good companies with yes. good, good merch.
1: Good merch. The best merch. Yes. Yep. Get your discount code, son. Um, all right. Well I think that is it. Uh Brian, real quick, Chick fil A or Popeyes? Chick fil A. You choose Chick fil A. I haven't had Popeyes. You've never had Popeyes ever? I haven't had
0: the sandwich
1: that. Oh, the sandwich. Okay.
0: That's what it's in oh, debate. Okay. That's the it's debate right now. Just the sandwich.
1: Okay. Um, so uh, I don't think that I would choose either one. I'm gonna go Golden Chick. I love Golden Chick. Here's why I don't like it's the
0: sandwich though. But listen, does Golden Chick have a sandwich? They have
1: a chicken sandwich. Okay. So suck it. Um. So here's my here's Blake's advice for Christians for this week. Okay, Chick Fil A is not God's gift to man. Quit treating it like it is God's gift to man. Just because you're a Christian and it's a Christian-owned company. Doesn't mean you have to eat there 24-7 because you can't because they're closed on Sundays. But listen, dude, I went to Chick-fil-A earlier to get a cup of soup and I was there for 30 minutes. You know why? Because there's two lines wrapped around the (laughs) building and it's nothing but church folk that won't get in there and get their their chicken sandwich. It's
0: so good. (sighs)
1: But it annoys the crap out of me. Yes, Chick-fil-A is great, but I hate the people that go there. (laughs) (laughs) You all annoy me.
2: Uh.
1: I can never get in and out in... In a reasonable amount of time because of you people. Anyway, all right, so there's my rant over. First world problems. First world problems, yep. Golden chick. Golden chick. That gravy. Anyway, I'm getting out of here. On a sandwich? On a sandwich, yes. Don't knock it till you try it. All right. All right, I'm out of here. I'm going to go get a chicken sandwich.
0: (laughs) Be nice to one another.
1: Bye. Up, everybody. This is Blake
0: and this is Brian.
1: And we want to take a second to tell you about one of our fine sponsors of the podcast that is Faith Attire. Faith
0: Attire.
1: That's right. Finding answers in the heart. If you go to faithattire.co right now and browse their catalog, you're going to see something that you love. I guarantee it. That's Brian, right. What's the promo code that people can use today?
0: If you use the promo code NRP116, NRP116, you'll get 15% off any of their goods.
1: Sweet. Check them out, guys.